0: Welcome to the Ideas That Change the World podcast with Rabbi Manus Friedman, where we make sure your life will be changed for the better, one idea at a time. Rabbi Friedman is the number one voice of clarity on moral and social issues. So, what are we waiting for? Let's go change the world. Life can't die. It's an oxymoron. So the question of, is there life after death? It's an unnecessary conundrum. Life lives. Bodies go back to the dust. There's a beautiful poem, if I can remember it a second here, from a famous poet. Life is true, life is real, and death is not its goal. From dust you are and to dust returneth was never said about the soul. So from dust you are and to dust you return, that's the nature of the body. It is not a living thing. It goes back to being a mineral. The soul, on the other hand, Always was alive and will always continue to live. So when we say Kaddish, when we say Yisker, we are in relationship with a living being that is as real, if not more real, than a body. In fact, the reason most Jews will go to Yisker and they don't go to any other tefillah, any other davening, is because the soul for whom they are saying yisker will not allow them to stay away. Whatever strings they have to pull up there, they'll do whatever it takes to get you to say yisker because they need it. They need your kaddish. They need your yisker. They need the tzedakah you give on their behalf. They're very much alive can't be otherwise. Life lives. We are told that in the future, after Moshiach comes, there will be the resurrection of the dead. What is Tchiat HaMesim? It means the resurrection of the body. The soul does not need to be resurrected. The soul will return to its resurrected body. How do you resurrect a body? in case you're interested. You know how a movie can be played backwards? And the building that comes apart brick by brick comes back together brick by brick? A body disintegrates. Resurrection means restructuring that same body, putting all the parts back together. When that happens, The body is now created by God just like the bodies of Adam and Chava in Gan Eden and therefore those bodies will never die. Unless they eat from a tree they're not supposed to eat from and then the whole thing happens all over again. But there isn't going to be a tree the next time around. So a resurrected body doesn't have any element of death to it. So it will live forever and its soul will come back and enjoy the the reward of the resurrection. The Gemara has an interesting description of this. There was a lame guy and a blind guy. And they wanted to steal some fruit from an orchard. But there was a wall around the orchard. So what they did, the blind guy took the lame guy on his shoulders... The lame guy directed the blind guy to where the fruits were and he was able to reach and steal some of the fruit. When they were caught, the judge said, who do I punish? The lame guy or the blind guy? And he decided that neither of them could have committed the crime alone. It was a Combined effort. So he said, the only way to punish them properly, put the lame guy back on the blind guy's shoulders and punish them as, as a couple, as a pair. On the positive side, for every mitzvah you do, who gets the credit? Your soul or your body? The body without a soul can't do mitzvahs. A soul without a body can't do mitzvahs. So how is God going to reward you for having done mitzvahs? You can be rewarded only when you're back together again, like when you did the mitzvah. And so the resurrection simply means every soul that had been in a body and had fulfilled mitzvahs, and every soul fulfills mitzvahs, will have to come back into the body to receive its reward. What about the reward in heaven? That's just for the soul. It's not enough. So eventually, the souls in heaven will come back to their bodies on earth and receive their ultimate reward. Let's look a little bit about how this thing actually works. What is hell? A guy goes on a long journey to seek his fortune, because at home he's not making a living. So he sets sail to find some fortune elsewhere. He's shipwrecked on an island. He wakes up on the beach, and there are diamonds everywhere. He gathers them up and rushes into town, and wants to buy something with these diamonds, and they laugh at him. They say, diamonds aren't worth anything here. They're all over the beach. Here, what we use for money is onions. They're scarce. So he settles into this new life, earns many onions, becomes very wealthy, multi onioner And after many years, he thinks it's time to go home. He builds himself a ship, loads it up with all of his wealth, all his onions, and sets sail for home. Getting home took over a month. By the time he gets to the harbor, the onions are getting a little... a little odorous. He pulls in Can't wait to show his family how successful he's become. And they take one look at this cargo, and they say, this thing stinks. This is horrible. What did you bring here? We don't barter in onions. Same is true with the soul. The soul comes down to earth. In heaven, it knew about diamonds. On earth, he comes down and he says, the soul says, let's do godly things. Let's amass a lot of godliness. And the body says, we don't deal in godliness here. Here we deal with tomatoes, potatoes. Soul gets used to it. And eventually amasses a great wealth of onions, potatoes, tomatoes, and such. Now the soul leaves the body and goes back to being a soul and he comes to heaven and it smells of onions. That's hell. When a soul comes back to the world of souls and doesn't smell like a soul, that's hell. The fires of hell in which a soul burns has got to be the fire of shame. It burns with shame. It's the, only sh- it's the only fire that a soul can feel. So the shame can linger for a maximum of 12 months. Being in heaven for 12 months, that smell wears off. Because it's only physical. How long can it last? By the end of the year, after 12 months, the soul is clean. It's a neshama among neshamas. It's now sitting in heaven. Those 12 months are basically a cleansing, refreshing process where the soul peels itself away from the memories, the sights, the smells of the physical world. We say Kaddish for 11 months because that adjustment is eased and made smoother by our kaddish. We say it only for 11 months because we don't want to insult any soul by suggesting that it needed the entire 12 month cleansing. But just in case it did, we say 11 months. After that, the soul is at peace, comfortable in heaven.